as children of God must make the pursuit of the kingdom of God our primary pursuit. And that is when everything will begin to fall in place. And everything will fall in its right order. Putting first things first will bring order into our lives. And we have to continue to hold on to the beginning of our confidence even to the end before we will receive the eternal kingdom. Jesus said, I am the Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. Yes, the first and the last. In the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 17 and 18, we see a lot of things there about Jesus that indicates that he comes first in everything and he has to be the first and the center of our lives. He says that he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. That in him, that in that in all things, he may have the preeminence. Hallelujah. Amen. No, no, no. Yeah, dear, you na can defer. Now, in your man, you na eighteen one mu. Now, or no, ni 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 pedia a aye asafunitre. Or no, ni infitiasiye ufusoriye mu faribai. Sir, onye adini na mu can defer. Amen. Amen. So he is before all things. That means that he is first. And he, and he is the head of the body. That also means that he is first. And he is the beginning. He is the firstborn. And in him all things consist. So it means that without him everything will scatter. And so the, the, the verse ends by saying that, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Hallelujah. Amen. I trust some of your kind nature and say, or no, no, or decay, or no, so no, yet tray, I no such as say, or decay, then you moon, I didn't you name Tim, now I can't quit you, you know, say, on ya, I didn't you name, can you for? So, Jesus comes first in everything for us. See, yeah, dear, yes, decay, what didn't you name, am I yet? Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that this season is a season that God is realigning things and bringing things into their right order. The Bible says in, in Nahum 1.3b that the Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm and the clouds are the dust of his feet. So we realize that even though there seems to be um, chaos and gloom and all of that, we are in a whirlwind, the whole world, but God has his way. And in his way, he is rearranging things and bringing things in alignment to his purposes. Hallelujah. Amen. I've taken notice of something that God is bringing all of us back home from where we, we first 
began. It's like a game of Ludo. You start from home. And that is what God is doing. He is starting us from home. Home is where the foundations of life is laid. Hallelujah. Amen. Now that we are all back home, I realize that most people are doing more than sleeping and bathing in their homes. We are having church at home. We are working from home. The students, some of them are learning from home. Um, those who are waiting for their work to open are staying at home. We are advised to stay at home as much as possible to keep safe. So the home has become the central point of all our activities today. And I want to trust God that at the end of this season, our homes will become the homes that God intends it to be. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And today being Mother's Day, as the Lord has also instructed us that we should put first things first, I believe that it is time to give earnest heed to the first commandment with a promise. So, under our theme, first things first, today we want to consider the first commandment with a promise from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. And I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. That is, accept their guidance and discipline as his representatives. For this is right. For obedience teaches wisdom and self-discipline. Honor. Esteem. Esteem. Value as precious your father and your mother. And be respectful to them. This is the first commandment with a promise. So that it may be well with you and that you may have a long life on the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. If it's a form of my attention, chichemu mienuni miensano, diweja ni wunani, yedi imrasama edikanya aboshe wum, na ewe, na ewe wuye, na wuna aware asasiso. Amen. Amen. I was studying the book of Ephesians, and I was looking at chapter 6, and I realized that the outline of Ephesians chapter 6, it shows subjection to authority before spiritual warfare. To, from verses 1 to 9, we see that he's talking about relationship between parents and children and also servants and masters before we move on to spiritual warfare 
uh, putting on the whole armor of God and then greetings. So, I was reflecting, and in my meditations, I, I was thinking to myself that, okay, so supposing I'm writing an examination, and it says, the instruction says that um, there are two sections. Section 1 carries 70% of the marks, and section 2 carries 30% of the marks. How am I going to tackle this examination to be successful? So, and if the pass mark is 80%, how are you going to tackle it? I believe that the focus will be on where the marks is greater. So that if I do my best and score some marks there, then I'll come and tackle the section that doesn't carry so much marks. And that is how I see Ephesians chapter 6 to be. That the first Three, um, the first three verses carries a very big mark which says that it is the first commandment with a promise and what is the promise? That it will be well with you and you will live long on the earth. So that is like long life and prosperity which we keep wishing ourselves every birthday and every new year. Amen. Amen. So the emphasis says, "Answering so we know how much we do what we are, and so we better say we do not know." Now, if we do not know, we do not know. Me and Kebia, me the majority basis say, "Majority me want to know any idea do not know. We do not know. If we say, 'Mere suna me we are poor,' now me to me a commonim. Now, sana me who in chichemu me me nuni me ansano. I want to say, 'We be die.'" And we, most of the time, we focus on power and spiritual warfare. But I believe that God, in telling us to put first things first, wants us to come and look at this first commandment with a promise very well and excel there. Because it's in excelling in this one that we have victory in the remaining, which is the spiritual warfare. Amen. Amen. And Brendan Brendan, Christopher, I did not see to me so any empire ball, who whom for more a corner so. Now, say you who are trusting me, sir. Anka, I did not see the kind of sweat. I said, I can't say I did here. Hallelujah. Amen. And we we realize that sometimes many people are so focused and you know they are binding the spirits of setback from their background and you know they are Calling into consultation lines for strong prayers and all of that, and they have neglected the weightier matter of this one that carries a lot of promise for for us in abundance life. Abundance life. Amen. 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 
Na boshe fam huwa eye enkwatinti ni yedie no ebedi yechinu Beloved, we should focus on complete obedience because it is the key to victory in spiritual warfare. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 6, he says that we can only be ready to punish disobedience when our obedience is fulfilled. The Bible says that children obey your parents and the Lord. And this obedience must be fulfilled. So that we will have victory in everything that we do. And the Lord will bless us with long life. Hallelujah. Amen. Parents, the Bible says they are God's representatives. And so they represent God to us. When we, we obey our parents, we are in effect obeying God. And if we disobey our parents, we are also disobeying God. Especially parents in the Lord, Christian Parents, parents who are showing you the right way. If we go against them, then we are going, we are rebelling against the Lord. If you go and write an examination, and you know that the first part carries the greater marks, and you spend all the time on the second part, which carries less marks, and because you think that is the part that you know well and you have learned well, so you are writing that. As soon as you hear pens down, time is up, then you know the verdict that you have already filled. <laughs> And there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So let us pay attention to this very, very important matter and get it right because this is the word of God. God is no respecter of persons, but He is a respecter of His principles. This is a spiritual principle. Hallelujah. Amen. And because God knows that this is so very important, in the book of Malachi, the last verse, he talks about bringing about a restoration turning the hearts of the fathers to the children so that a curse does not come upon the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. He says that we should, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1, says that we should accept the guidance and discipline of our parents because they are God's representatives. And, and he says that we should honor, esteem, value as precious, both what mother and father and mother. So the, 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 
The honor is not partial. It's not only to one parent. It is for both parents. Amen. Amen. If it's a form of my so we have to resolve this false balance in this regard as well. Because there is so much false balance when it comes to giving honor to parents. Some will give honor to either father and his honor mother or um, vice versa. And then sometimes we find the parents also competing for more honor. But all these are false balances. There has to be equal honor. He says that obey your parents. Honor your father and your mother. Amen. 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 Now today is Mother's Day, so we are giving honor to the mothers. And I want to challenge all of us, mothers and children, that come Father's Day, there will be a balance in the honor that we give to the fathers an equal um, share of honor that goes to the fathers as well. Let us work towards that because this is a blessing to us. Amen. Sometimes, during Father's Day celebration, you don't hear many pleasant things. But we want to trust God that as He is bringing us back home to come and start afresh, the grace of God will come upon us and our families to get it right. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, also being Mother's Day, there are some cases where some mothers are not even happy because of what has been meted out to them. Because even some of the children make them very, very sad. But let us begin to focus on this first commandment with a promise so that everything will fall into place and the blessings of God will come upon us. Like I said, parents are God's representatives. We don't choose our parents. God is the one who determines who our parents should be. And God has put them in our lives, to put, God has put us in their lives so that they would train us in the right way of the Lord and discipline us in the way of the Lord. That's what God said concerning Abraham in Genesis chapter 18 verse 19. He says that for I have known, I have known, chosen, acknowledged him as my own so that he may teach and command his children 
and the sons of his house after him to keep the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Abraham Amen. So that God would also do what he has promised to do. God's promise is a package of blessing and well-being for the family of God. One may ask, so what if my parents are not godly and they are not teaching me in the good way? All that they are teaching me to do is against the word of God. And it is not far-fetched. It, it is happening. Even in Bible days, we see it happening. I saw a very, you know, um, sad story in the book of Judges, Judges chapter 17, where a mother was able to use money that her child stole, for, stole and returned to her to make an idol even for the child. But if your parents are not God-fearing and they are teaching you the wrong things, then the Bible says that it is better to obey God rather than man. Because God has also, as a child of God, set you in the family of God. Because he sets the, solit- the, the solitary in families. And in the house of God, you have fathers and mothers who would instruct you in the way of the Lord. So focus on obeying God, ultimately. We have examples of people in the Bible who decided that they were going to obey God when they were being misled by authority. We have the Hebrew boys who refused to, bear, to, to bow their knees to idols. We, we have Daniel who prayed even when prayer was forbidden. We have Peter and John who continued to preach Jesus even when they were whipped and warned not to preach in that name again. And God stood with all these people. So, in, in keeping God first in your life, don't allow anything or anyone to distract you or separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. In, in considering the fact that we are writing an examination or doing a test, which the first pass carries the big, the bigger marks, which will, if we are able to fulfill that, then we are heading towards excellence. Now, 
we have to think about, okay, so what is it that when I do, I will excel? And I believe that students have all the answers ready for me. If we want to excel, what is the first thing that we have to do? We learn. Hallelujah. Amen. So, this may be something that is quite new to both parents and children, but we all have to learn to do it God's way. Because now we have the parents in the house. They are the, the father is the pastor, the mother is the deacon, the children are the congregation, and we are having church at home. Um, it's so different from what we have known that all of us will come to church and our pastor will minister to us. Last week we had communion and it was the fathers or the uh, guardians who were giving out the communion because pastor was not there physically to break the bread for us. I believe that this is how God would have us to live as a Christian family. Because the father like God said about Abraham, is representing Christ. And the mother is there as the church. And so, I want to entreat us that this kingdom culture that we are learning, we should not consider it to be a temporary thing that oh when are we going back to you know normal life this is our new normal hallelujah Amen. fathers remain as priests Amen. mothers remain there in support and do what God has mandated you to do in the life of all the many children that God has brought to your care amen amen into christo mu amamra yesu asese no mejidi se the Bible says in Proverbs 12, wonder whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. Na trustem kawo in the busem eti enai no twelve one eti dumienu. So we have to learn if we must excel. And our Lord Jesus Christ Himself, He learned, He submitted to His parents, and the Lord blessed Him, and He grew very well in favor with God and man. We can see that in Luke chapter 2 verse 51 that Jesus went down with his parents to Nazareth and he was subject to them. So we see that Jesus was actually subject to Joseph and Mary. He didn't say he was subject to only Mary or only Joseph. He was subject to them. At one point in his hometown, when he was doing all the wonderful things, the, the people were asking, Ah, is this not the carpenter's son? So it means that he, sub, he subjected himself to apprenticeship as the carpenter's um, son. 
he learned that trade. And at a certain time, they were also saying that, ah, is this not the carpenter? So it means that he learned the trade and even became a carpenter. I'm sure he was making canoes for the fishermen there. Amen. Now I hear look and sampa itimienu nchichemu de numba kuna see na oni won simu saniko nasare na obre ni huase ma won. Na nina de insem yin yina sie na kumemu. Na ye huse obre ni huase ma nina eni ne janso. Na ye trosem ni fobinso, e dru mebiri non crofobisa se ah, enye we ni kapinta ni eba no ana emra oye awanwa de no. Na e dru e to de binso omuka se enye we ni kapinta ni no ana. We chire se obre ni huasi se o sieni e sien neja e jumano. Na e bimpa nanka o pam kodo ema afarefo mo hono. There are many good things that we can learn from our Christian parents and leaders today. Some of these things we may never get it in the classroom. Things like faith and good conscience, good manners, responsibility, initiative, even negotiation skills, um, doing housework, cooking, maintenance, and so on and so forth. There are so many things that we can learn at home. So even whilst we are at home now, let us make good use of this opportunity to learn something at home that we cannot learn in school. Our Lord Jesus Christ learned obedience. In the book of Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7 to 8, we learn that in the days of his flesh, he, when he prayed, he offered prayers and supplication with vehement cries and tears and to the one who is able to save him. And he was heard because of his godly fear. Though he was a son, yet learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Hallelujah. Amen. This is a very solid scripture to really consider. And I was looking at it and I said, hey, so when he even prayed and cried, he was God man, but he cried to be delivered from death. And he was heard, not because he was a son, but he was heard because of godly fear. He suffered, he, he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And Jesus suffered many things. He was, he was rejected. Look, even several occasions, before they finally crucified him, they were looking for him to kill him. The Jews were looking for him to kill him. They hated him because he was preaching against their evil deeds. In his church, 
Because Jesus didn't say because they were, they were hating him, he wasn't going to go to church. He was going to church all right. He was fellowshipping with all the people who hated him. And they, they will talk about him and be looking for him to kill him. And some will say he's a good person. Others will say, no, 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 he's a bad boy. That is what was happening. He was like a controversial figure and his own brothers did not even believe him. But Jesus had the right attitude of a learner. He had a teachable spirit. When they reviled him, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten them to say that, hey, are you my co-equal? Do you know who I am? Don't you know that I am God? He didn't do that. But what did he do? He committed himself to God who is the righteous judge in 1 Peter 2.23. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are looking at focusing on the first commandment with a promise. And our Lord Jesus Christ has set enough example for us to follow his steps. Maybe before this time, you can assess yourself and see that you haven't done well. But to be able to excel with this next opportunity that the Lord is giving to us, we have to, we have to pay attention to corrections. Because when we go to school and we do our work and we get some wrong, um, we do something that we call correction. I don't know whether they still do it today in the schools. You do correction, the teacher would show you the right way of doing that work and then if you want to excel you pay close attention to those corrections so that next time you meet that same question you are going to get 100% correct Hallelujah. Amen. So, let us take note that honor father and mother. The honor goes to the two parents and therefore the false balance must also be corrected in this regard. And there should be no competition for more honor among the parents. Amen. Let's give heed to the word of God today. Because God intends to bless us. The plans that he has for us are plans of evil, uh, of good and not of evil. He does not want to destroy us. So he is correcting us to come and take the right path so that the curse will be reversed even from our families. Honor your father and your mother. For this is the first commandment 
a promise that it will be well with you and you will live long on the earth. Amen. Amen. Peace and many blessings. Peace and many blessings. I want us to pray and consider the word of God to us this morning. In Proverbs chapter 6 verse 22 it says, My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake the law of your mother. Bind them continually upon your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. And when you awake, they will speak with you. Amen. Amen. In the wisdom, I say and say, Yentie, yenye sitie ma ye janum asem, nefanya abutre embo, if you say, yende mo, ye sorry mo, eno nebe crying. Let us pray and ask God for forgiveness that in any way that we have not fulfilled all righteousness towards our parents, the Lord will forgive us and remove that rebellious heart that hates instructions from our hearts and give us the heart of flesh that loves to keep the instructions of the Lord. God give us Christian homes, homes where the Bible is loved and taught, homes where the master's will is sought. Homes crowned with beauty, your love has wrought. God give us Christian homes. God give us Christian homes. God give us Christian homes. Homes where the mother in caring quest. Strive to show others your way is best. Homes where the Lord is an honored guest. God give us Christian homes. God give us Christian homes. God give us Christian homes. Homes where the children are led to know Christ in his beauty who loves them so. Homes where the altar fires burn and glow. God give us Christian homes. God give us Christian homes. Our Father and our God, align our hearts Amen. and our families, Amen. even to the kingdom culture, yes, Lord. where all these things that we have prayed and sung mm. will be the case of yes. every family represented in CFCC. Amen. Lord, direct our hearts to the love of God, Amen. that everything will fall into place. As your blessings will come upon Amen. us all. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Amen.